times smaller. You could squint till your eyeballs pop out and you'll never see one, he said, daring me to try. And you know what the coolest thing about protons is, he said. What, I said. He clacked his jawbreaker for a while, building the suspense. You can't do anything to them, he said. You can't break them. You can't burn them. You can't blow them up. Atoms you can smash, but you can't smash a proton. Not even with a steamroller, I said. Not even with a thousand steamrollers. And then he hammered home his point. He took out the jawbreaker and put it on the floor. He took a hammer and smashed it to smithereens. He didn't stop there. He kept smashing until there was nothing but white powder. When he stopped, he grinned at me. Go ahead, stomp on it. I brought the heel of my shoe down on the tiny pile of powder. Oh, come on, don't be such a wuss, he said. Stomp good. I did. I jumped up and down until there was nothing on the floor but a pale mist of dust. He got down on his hands and knees and blew it away. I cheered. We did it! He stood. What did we do, he said. We smashed the jawbreaker. We made it disappear. We sure did, he said. But what about the protons that made up the jawbreaker? Where are they? I looked around. Gone? He shook his head with a sly smile. Nope, he said. The jawbreaker is gone, but not its protons. They're still... He waved his hand about the basement. Here. They'll always be here. They're unsmashable. Once a proton, always a proton. Protons are forever. The next words just popped from my mouth, no real thought behind them. Jawbreakers are lucky. He poked me. Hey, so are you. You're made of protons, too. I stared at him. I am? Sure, he said. Zillions of them. The protons in you are the same as the protons in that jawbreaker. And in that stool. And in a banana. And a sock monkey. And a glass of water. And a star. Everything. He threw out his arms. Everything is made of protons. I was getting woozy with information overload. Me and sock monkeys made of the same stuff? It was too much to digest. So I retreated to the one conclusion I had managed to extract from all of this. So, Jim, like, I'm unsmashable? He mussed my hair. Yeah, he said. I guess you could sort of put it that way. He laughed and waved the hammer in my face. But don't go trying this on your toe. PD-1. Riley picked his nose. 10-15. Strawberries. The proton is dead. These things will go together forever. My dad remembers exactly what he was doing the moment he heard that Elvis died. For my mother, it was Princess Di. It will be that way with me and the proton. I was at the kitchen counter this morning cutting strawberries in half, dropping the pieces into my bowl of bite-sized mini-wheats. My little sister, Tabby, came into the kitchen saying, Riley picked his nose. Riley picked his nose. She's learning to read, and whenever she sees a few words that strike her fancy, she keeps repeating them with a snooty, I can read smirk. So Tabby said, Riley picked his nose, and the knife sliced open the smell of strawberries and the phone on the wall rang. Tabby got to it first. She always does. Barney Saloon. That's how she answers the phone these days. 
She listened for a moment and said into the mouthpiece, Phooey. This is what she says whenever a caller asks for anyone but her. She jabbed the phone in my face. For you. It was me, Sue's voice, excited. 98.5 FM, quick. Click. I ran for the radio, snapped it on. FM 98.5. Saturday morning news of the week roundup. Man's voice. Years of waiting. Finally it happened. The telltale flash that signaled the death of the proton. The moment when it ceased to be. Scientists around the world are speculating on the significance. I couldn't believe it. A proton was dead. Caught in the act of dying. One moment it was there, then it wasn't. I looked at the clock. 10.15. Saturday. September 26th. And for me, the start of a new...